I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It greatly helps out the show, and it's much appreciated. Also, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Conspiracy underscore Kyle, and that's Conspiracy with a K. Also, follow me on YouTube at Conspiracy Kyle, once again with a K. Now on to the show. This special live episode is titled Force Ghost Stories, featuring my good friend Cody find him on Instagram at quickdraw1025. All right. Well, hey, thanks everybody for joining. Um, thanks everybody who is tuning in live and everybody who's watching after the fact. Or if you're just listening to the audio podcast because you don't want to look at our dumb faces, I totally understand because I don't like looking at myself because I have self-esteem <laughs> issues. But I'm that's not... <laughs> well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. But we're not here for my therapy session. This is um, the Conspiracy in the Force podcast. Um, my name is Conspiracy Kyle. Uh, this is the first one I've ever done live here on Instagram. So uh, let me know what you think about it, if it's, uh, if it's a good format, if you like doing these live shows, because um, I'm always a little nervous about doing this kind of stuff. But anyways, um, I have a great, great guest with me today. He's one of my best friends in the world. He um, lived up here. In, in the well, I used to call it the great state of Ohio, but it's kind of like an okay-ish state of Ohio right now. But he is my great friend Cody. You can find him on Instagram at QuickDraw1025. Cody, how are you doing today, sir? I am doing fantastic, sir. How are you? I am just, I am just wonderful. You know, I'm here with all my Star Wars toys in the basement. You know, like uh, that is the best. That's one of the best shirts I've ever seen. If if you're only watch, if you only listen to the audio, you don't see the like the zombified stormtrooper shirt he has on, it's 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 badass. I mean, I mean, I, I felt like it was very fitting for the podcast today. It was absolutely very very fitting for the podcast. All right, hey, hey thanks everybody um, who's joined. Let me let me click wave so I can wave at everybody because that's a thing that you do, I guess. Okay, awesome. All right, so um, I want to ask you. So so first and foremost, you know, you lived up here in Ohio. You moved down to Florida. Can you tell me what freedom is like? Well, I can tell you it's one of the most incredible things. Actually, I just uh, noticed and saw right before you asked me to join in that <clears throat> uh, vaccine passports are now fully and officially outlawed in the great state of Florida. So That's incredible. We won't have to deal with that shit. Uh, Governor DeSantis, of course, had it again, doing uh, what's right for, for us and, and his citizens. So actually, yeah, it's great. I know you guys have had some trouble up there. We've definitely had those conversations about it, but... <laughs> You know, yeah. uh, I think I think between uh, Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis, they're really setting the tone for what really what freedom really looks like and what this country is all about. Right, right. And, you know, it, it's so hilarious whenever you see other people on Twitter, Instagram, you know, liberals posting about that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, my God, look at all these people out having fun, partying, doing this. It's like it's like you were doing that like a, a year and a half ago. Right. Just because the media told you you can't do that anymore. Now you think it's. It's not normal, dude. Like, dude, like, I just went into a, um, a gas station, and, like, I wanted to test this out. I wanted to not wear a mask. So I didn't wear a mask. I walked through, came back out, and, like, I felt like people were looking at me like, you know, I had my head on backwards. Like, nobody, right. said, it, nobody said anything, but at the same time, it's like, how, how am I supposed to – how do I feel weirder not wearing a mask like normal people have done their entire lives and the people in it? Like, it's just what it is now. Well, it's know? like what those things – what – What's something that's legal but feels illegal? It, right. That, that's literally it right now. But it's funny you say that because, I mean, obviously Florida's, you know, very well much open. But 
you know, everybody's still wearing their masks, but I've noticed a couple things. Number one, I've noticed a lot of the stores or businesses or whatever you go into have removed the signs off of their doors. So there is no, hey, we want you to wear a face mask. Um, and honestly, I'd probably say for the last six to eight weeks now, I've not worn a mask at all. I'll mm -hmm. carry one in my pocket just because I'm not going to be disrespectful to a store owner or whatever. If they want right. me to wear a mask, fine, I'll put it on just for you. But Right. No one has no one has said a word. I mean, I've been in our grocery store Publix. I've I've we literally asked multiple employees. I've been to Lowe's talking to employees. I saw, I see the manager at Publix almost weekly, and they they never say a word to me because I think down here they realize that, like uh like uh Dana White just said when the UFC event was here last weekend, he said Florida's just living their life down here, man. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Like no one cares right. either way. If it's your right to wear it, and it's our right not to wear it. So right. Right. I love it. <laughs> and in the chat, so we got we got Nicole. That that person sounds vaguely familiar. Um, weirdos, yeah. Yeah. weirdos. Weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then working class zero inversion of reality. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, what people think life is supposed to look like now is totally inverted. And right. you know, I, and honestly, it's it's kind of no fault of their own. I mean, like, in in a lot of podcasts I listen to say this kind of thing. It's like you know the people that put these things in, in power, like in the mainstream media and other stuff, they're, they're, they're professional pathological liars, right? So they're good at convincing people to do things they, that is against their best interest. But if you pound that in, like, like, like the, the phrase goes, like, if you tell a lie so many times, you'll believe it. So when the mainstream media believes the lies that they're telling, it sounds more convincing, you know? Yeah, and Paul, Paul's commenting right now. Me and Paul talked about this. It's, it's upside down land. That's what yes. we're Right, um, and it's 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 kind of funny because I've noticed a couple of things that have happened over the months, especially down here with the Super Bowl, and everybody was celebrating the Super Bowl. I was in downtown myself, and the media just had a heyday with, "Oh my gosh, it's going to be a super spreader event. No one has masks on, blah blah." And three, four weeks later, they just never talked about it again because it didn't spread. Our cases have continued to go down, so it's like right. nothing's a super spreader. Just like Texas opening up, oh, they're gonna. They're, they're not having mask mandates. It's going to spread like wildfire. It's going to be Texas' fault, and Texas cases still continue to go down. It's like, you got, guys, stop trying to fear monger people. Most of us are smart right. enough to realize what the, what the hell's going on now. Right. And I'll tell you what, like the last time I, I wore a mask for like an extended period of time was when I came down to visit you last October, and we went to Disney World. And, right. you know, like, I, I, like, okay, I don't like wearing a mask, but if I have to wear a mask to ride the Millennium Falcon – I'm going to freaking do it because I'm never going to ride the Millennium Falcon again, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, right. so, and, yeah. and, but, but we saw like how many like mask Nazis were working there, like every 15 feet, like, like, oh, it's not over your nose. Oh, it's not over. You need to do this. It's like, oh, uh, somebody stopped to take a drink of water. It's like, no, no, you have to have your mask on. It's like, wait, but I, I'm having a drink of water. You, you can't do this. Like, it's like, no, 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 but yeah. you have to, but you have to be stationary. Like all these rules, like none of them make any but, sense. But but if you go to a restaurant and you sit down, then COVID can't get you. It just goes right over your it, head. It, go, so, it, goes, it goes right over, yeah. Like, so I see I th that uh, <laughs> you, your girl Dan, she said in Barbados, the wearing of masks is at an all-time high. I stopped wearing one on the bus. I would only wear it when I go to the store and everyone looks at me like I'm crazy. See, that's what you were talking about. I think that's absolutely wild Yeah. that if you don't want to wear a mask, that, that, that people think that's crazy. Wearing masks is crazy. First mm -hmm. off, you're not you're not even allowing your 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 immune system to even fight off anything. You're actually right. weakening your immune system. That's been proven with a herd immunity yep. in the state of Texas and the state of Florida. You know, cases are going down because people are passing it through their bodies. People are 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 getting it to an extent, but our bodies are becoming immune to it, just like they become immune to a lot of things: the flu, bronchitis, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. People become immune to it, not necessarily immune, but they have the antibodies to fight it off, and and, and that's a prime example of what's going on in these these southern states. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and and you know my the 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 way I always think about the mask is like you know whenever whenever you wash dishes, like let's say you have a Tupperware, right, a little plastic container with a lid on it, you you clean it in the sink, whatever, you don't immediately go and put that lid back on it while there's still moisture within it, right? Because Correct. Correct. it's going to create a mold ecosystem okay so the same thing applies to your face right like you put a mask on you're talking like this all day moisture is just flying against it moisture is flying against it and it's it's just there in place all damn day and, and what do you think that's doing to you that's creating a, a, a perfectly humid system for mold to grow for bacteria to grow and you're breathing that back in 
you know, all day long. And like, I feel terrible for people that, that, you know, they have to get their jobs, have to wear a mask because they're going to be really affected within the next few years. Yeah. That's like, I mean, that's a prime example. That's, that's my wife, you know, she has to wear a mask for, you know, eight hours a day or, you know, six hours a day, however long her shift is the whole time while she's, you know, cutting hair. And it's just like, just wild to me. And, And the thing that she's worried about is if, if, DeSantis finally says at some point, like, which it's already happening, but if, if he finally says, you know, the mask mandate's over, you know, just go back to freedom, there's going to be some businesses that still require masks. Mm-hmm. And the worry for her is, especially being a barber, if her company still requires people to have a mask, they're going to lose business because people are going to walk in and say, fuck this. Like, I'm no. not... I'm not, I'm not wearing a mask. Like it's not even required anymore, but your business is requiring it. They're going to be like, I'll fucking go somewhere else. Right. Like that's what they're going to do. Right. And honestly, I don't blame them. They have, they have their choice. And especially the whole vaccinated. Now you can hang out with people if you're vaccinated and blah, blah, motherfuckers. I've been hanging out with people whenever the hell I want to. I ain't getting that shit either. Like, no, no, no. And and you probably saw the other day, you know, and, and I don't really listen to him too much, you know, every now and then, but, you know, Joe Rogan was getting flack because he said, you know, young kids in their, you know, tw- early 20s, 20s. Mm-hmm. don't need to get, don't need to get in. And that's true because, you know, remember back in the day, like you had so much energy, your immune system's running great. You don't need that. I mean, it's it's probably going to hurt you more in the long run than, than help you. So, I mean, it, and even like, it's one of those things they obviously take all this shit out of context, right? You know, but before right. that. Before that, he said, like, he's like, I have no problem with the vaccine. He's like, I believe it's helpful, right? But, like, that's not the clip people are going to like. That's right. not the one, that's what they're going to glom onto. They're going to, oh, my God, don't take medical advice from Joe Rogan. It's like, okay, don't take medical advice from Joe Rogan, but take it from Bill Gates. He's, right. also, he's also not a doctor. But guess what? One of those two people invested $10 billion in vaccines to make $40 billion. You know, who, yeah. who, who do you think you should not listen to more? <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's one of those things, like you said, you know, I, I can understand both sides of the fence, you know, certain arguments from the left, I can I can get why you want to have that argument, certain, you know, arguments from the right, obviously, I can understand. But, you know, there's all these there's all these uh, factors that are going and meshing together and going in different directions. And, <clears throat> and one of the things is, is like you said, oh, uh, well, we should listen to Bill Gates, but Bill Gates isn't a scientist. He's not a doctor. He builds fucking computers. First. Right. Time. So, right. I mean, why are we listening to him? Because you want to say he's listening to scientists. He's worried about the money. And, and you brought up a point, I think it was on one of your posts recently that uh, was something along the lines of all these companies make money off of us being sick. They don't make money off of curing anything. If they, right. if they made money off of curing stuff, there would already be a cure for cancer as right. a cure there is. Mm-hmm. But you make tenfold the amount of money treating things than you do actually curing them. And that's the aspect of, of anything. I mean, take take myself, for example, with my, my spinal fusion, right? So if I want to go and get another surgery, which I need one, what are they going to do? <clears throat> oh, well, we need you to go through therapy. We need you to go through shots. We need you to go through medications. We, all of these things you have to go through <clears throat> because it's going to put money in somebody's pocket rather mm-hmm. than just saying, hey, pay the – the insurance will pay the $100,000 for the surgery and you'll be good, right? Mm-hmm. No, heaven forbid you just fix the problem. You just want to treat the problem. So money yep. just, it's a continuous cash flow. I mean, that's how it works. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> and, and, and the same thing, like I just posted something today about, I kind of stumbled across some, some articles from about AstraZeneca and about Johnson & Johnson. They paid out like billions of dollars in, in lawsuits over the past few years. For one, they were all pushing, you know, opioids. They were all pushing like fentanyl. Like they were actively advertising fentanyl. And I, I mean, I think we're all smart enough to know that fentanyl is a terrible fucking drug, but it's, <laughs> it's legal and everybody's putting it in heroin, all this other stuff. So they paid out billions of dollars. It's like, you're going to tell me the same company that was passing out fentanyl like <clears throat> lollipops is, is just um, benevolent enough to put all the right things in this vaccine. Like, I, I, don't, I don't expect everybody to go read all the ingredients, all this stuff. It's like, you just have to kind of think like, yeah, like you said, what are these companies in it for? Like, and do you think, the, like, the, has the government ever really cared about us? Have they ever really cared about our health? If they cared about our health, then McDonald's would have been shut down during the pandemic, but it wasn't. It, it thrived. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, heaven, heaven forbid they, they want to talk about, you know, eating healthy and, and helping people get off, you know, or not get off, but like, um, <clears throat> you know, cure di- uh, obesity and, and cure diabetes and, 
you know, cure all these things. I mean, how tuberculosis causes what 1.2 million deaths a year, but that's not on the news. We're not talking about that. Like mm -hmm. no one, no one's talking about that, but you know, coronavirus, and that's a whole nother thing. You know, the, the whole aspect is, is <clears throat> one of the things that, as you know, I do a lot of research on a lot of things and <clears throat> I look at it on both sides. And this is, this is the problem where a lot of people don't know how to do research. They're going to research something and they're going to say, uh, well, Trump is bad. Right. So they're just going to Google Trump is bad. But they're not going to Google Trump is good or Trump is in the middle or Trump is this or Trump is that. They're just going to look up what, what fits what they believe, right? Um, <clears throat> so, you know what? I just lost my whole train of thought of where I was going with that. Uh, like, like I think you're going to say like something about like researching like the, the, the counterpoint to that. No, something else. But, yeah, exactly. Everyone has lost common sense. And I, I, I think that's a – that's the thing right there is, is in the history of modern medicine, never have we ever come up with a vaccine for anything within, within 12 months. Right. We've done in what, eight months, mm -hmm. something like that, nine months. Yep. And usually when it, when something's created, the testing phase happens about a year or two after it's created because they're trying to figure things out. So uh, one thing that I was just told actually today, uh, one of my wife's best friends who was just down here from, from Pennsylvania, and I'm not saying this is correlated at all, and, but you know, I think common sense takes precedence here. Uh, one of somebody she knows up there in Pittsburgh, uh, they took the vaccine yesterday. They died today of a, I think a heart attack or, or something. Mm -hmm. And then obviously we've seen the people, she knows another person, um, she knows another person that took the vaccine and they have the paralysis on the left side of their face or, or whatever you want to call it. So right. uh, you see that a lot, but you know, if this was, Oh, that's what I was going with. You know, if you, if you statistically look at how many deaths have happened per year and that's, that's all deaths, cancer, car accidents, you know, everything across the board, you know, I think it's somewhere around like 17 million or something like that per year, or maybe 18 million. But if you look at 2010, 2011, all the way up to 2018, 2019, and even 2020, the same amount of deaths happened in 2020 that happened in all of these previous years. It wasn't more because of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. They just categorized it as something else. Yep. Um, as we can see, flu and pneumonia cases dropped off the map. <clears throat> and people want to say, oh, well, that's because everybody was getting COVID. You got to be have a little bit more common sense than that. If right. flu, flu doesn't disappear, neither does neither does pneumonia or any of these other factors. So where do they all go? Because what we have seen is a lot of these these uh, these tests, um, nasal swabs or whatever, are actually uh, testing for flu and pneumonia as well. But right. they don't put that in the media because that doesn't fit the narrative. I mean, there's actual right. fact, factual documentation on that. So. Mm -hmm. It's just at the point where it's just like, I'm tired. I'm over it. I'm just going yeah. to my life. If you have a problem, get, go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Get in line. I mean, sure, other people have issues too. Yeah. You yeah. know, with what you're doing. And, uh, okay, your girl Dan Z in the chat says, people research what makes them feel comfortable. They prefer the lies. And that's true. I mean, I think that works on both sides, right? Like um, a perfect example, kind of a, a correlation to doing research on this kind of stuff. Like, I do a lot of fantasy football. Cody, I know you do a lot of fantasy football stuff. Like when I research like who I think is going to be the best players this week, I have certain biases of like players that I like. So I'm going to look up two or three stats and say, oh, great. Well, they're the best person this week. Right? Mm -hmm. Like because right. that's what that's what I that's what I wanted to, to, to do and, and agree with anyways. So I'm going to go with that, you know, uh, you know, cherry picking a few a few facts or a few statistics, but I'm not looking at the whole picture. You know, right. you're, you're just, um, you're pigeonholing yourself because you, it makes you, like it's like, like the comment says, it makes you, it makes you feel better. So. Well, and that's the thing. I think that's the, 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 uh, your girl Dan's is, is right. It's, it's <clears throat> what makes certain people feel comfortable. Just like on our side, you know, what makes me feel comfortable fucking freedom, mm -hmm. the ability to do whatever the hell I want to, because the same people that are wearing masks and getting mad about people not wearing masks are the same people that say my body, my choice. Yes. Right? Yep. So if it's your body, your choice, when it comes to an actual living human being that you can apparently Biden wants to let get aborted at 39 fucking weeks, mm -hmm. um, then I should be able to wear a mask because at least I'm not committing murder. 
Right. And that's a whole nother topic, but you know, that's what's <laughs> fascinating to me, my body, my choice, but only if it fits how you believe, only if it fits your narrative, because if it's right. my body, my choice with a mask, then I'm just, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Get the fuck yep. out of here. Yep. And, the, and those goalposts, you can see those goalposts, they keep moving, right? Those goalposts. It's like, it's like at a miniature golf course, right? Like where there's an obstacle, like, you know, you can hit the ball the same way every time, but it keeps changing. Oh, now right. it's a new. Now it's a whole new game. Oh, oh, well, here's the rule now. Now it's one mask. Now it's two masks. Now wear masks outside. Now you know, don't hug your children. Like that was the, the stupidest one I ever heard. Like, if you're vaccinated, if you're vaccinated, you can you can you can finally hug your children. It's like, oh, good yeah. because I, I've had them locked in the basement for the past year, getting no love and attention. Thank you, Fauci, for. For letting me yeah. do that, I appreciate and especially, it. Especially, especially when uh, when Biden just I think it was what a, you know four four or five weeks ago when he said, you know, if we just do the right things, then by Fourth of July you'll be able to you know hang out with your family and, and have a barbecue, motherfucker. We've been having barbecue since like September. What yes. are you talking about? Like yes. we've been doing whatever the hell we want to down here, and our cases continue to go down, but fucking New York. Michigan, mm -hmm. California, y'all fucking up, and then you want to you want to cry foul on us? We should be crying foul on you. You're the one right. that's making the mistake, not us. Yep, they're they're screwing up the average. Yeah. So, so anyways, yeah. So that all that is is crazy. So, um, what we wanted to talk about tonight? Check out this awesome little thing I made. Anybody who didn't see this? <laughs> I was I was super proud of this. I made this uh, this morning. Um, in a vision I, after a vision I had in the middle of the night after me and you were talking all night last night and drank a lot of uh, alcohol. So what we wanted to talk about was, I called this Force Ghost Stories. Um, just kind of a clever little title, but um, Cody, you had told me a few years ago when you'd moved down to Florida, you had some type of, I don't want to call it supernatural, I would say like spiritual type experiences with um, a, a house that you lived in. So I kind of wanted to kick it to you to kind of break down a little bit of this and, you know, how that worked and kind of how that, how that whole process worked and how you, <clears throat> how you got through it and, and, and from there on. So it's, it's kind of an interesting thing and it, it kind of it obviously took me by surprise. Now I'll, I'll, I'll start with this, <clears throat> you know, we've all had, you know, the ghost stories and, and things as, as kids growing up and, and whatnot. And um, coming from my hometown in Ohio, Coshocton, um, for example, there was this, you know, urban myth called Mary Stuckham. And if you actually go out into the woods, you, uh, it's in the middle of nowhere, but you find the headstones for this individual. I mean, she was a real person at one point, uh, but there's two headstones. And the myth is, is that her head's buried in one and her body's buried in the other one. Oh, okay. um, but, you know, apparently if you go in your, you know, it's like Bloody Mary. If you go in your bathroom and say Bloody Mary, it's the same thing with Mary Stuckham. Now, I do believe that there are ghosts or, or maybe with, you know, my, my uh, you know, going to church for and stuff like that. Maybe they are demons. I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of questions that still are going to remain unanswered throughout time. But I'll just put it like this. I did the whole Mary Stuckham thing. And I shit you not, when I was, I don't know, probably... 11 years old, we did that, and I saw this woman above my head in a bright oh. green dress flying above my head, and we about shit ourselves, and we all ran out of that house, and there was three of us, so it wasn't like one of us saw it, we all saw it, so I believe there's some, some validity to this. Now, <clears throat> when we moved down here to Florida, obviously Florida's the, the burial ground for the United States, I mean, everybody comes down here to retire <laughs> and die, I think we're all on... All right. on, uh, all on, uh, oh, oh, yeah, Seth Andrews, he's watching right now. He's an old buddy of mine back from Kashaki. He said, I think I went with you a couple times to, to bury stuck with his grave. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's out there. But <clears throat> so when I moved down here, um, you know, me and Nicole have always had, you know, a good relationship. But, you know, all of a sudden out of nowhere, we just kind of were, were at each other's throats or more. I was just angry all the time. And, I, you know, I just wasn't myself. And I felt very drained and I would wake up every morning. I, I, I would get, you know, four hours of sleep. I'd be tired. I'd get 10 hours of sleep. I'd be tired. I'd get seven hours of sleep. I'd be tired. Like it didn't matter. Couldn't figure out what it was. It was just in this funk. And then I started waking up with bruises all over my body. 
And I'm like, and I still have the pictures to prove it. And I'm like, what, mm-hmm. what is going on here? So, and, and, wife, and that's and that's a, and that's apart from your wife's uh, physical abuse on you. Yeah, just yeah, just so we we can just yeah, yeah, let's separate those she things probably, right off the bat. She was probably punching me. She was probably punching me in my sleep. Right. Mm. But um, so it was kind of kind of interesting. It was just very out of the ordinary. Um, now, my wife's mom and my wife know this individual. Her name is called. Her name is uh, Mary Ann Winkowski. So Marianne Winkowski is actually very famous for uh, dealing with what she calls earthbound spirits. Um, and I guess, and, and this is the story, and I, and I want everybody to realize I don't know the validity of this. I don't know how true this could be. I mean, I could be completely way off. She could be completely way off. She could be working with the devil for all I know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just sharing my experience on what happened with this. Now, she, Marianne, wait, you, she was working with Bill Gates? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Devil um, Bill Gates. Yeah. So this woman actually, a movie was made after her with Jennifer Love Hewitt called The Ghost Whisperer, because mm. that's what she does. And my wife, usually when we move into a house, my wife would call her and she would be able to somehow see, and this sounds crazy, but she'd be able to somehow see where we're living at and say, no, I don't see any spirits around. Go ahead and put these, you know, seeds up on your entryways and it'll keep any bad spirits from coming in or whatever but basically from my understanding is that certain spirits stay here on and they stay earthbound whether that be unfinished business whether that be uh they didn't go to the light because they wanted to see you know the person that killed them go to jail whatever the case may be but there's a window to to go into the light and if you miss it you're kind of stuck here for for the most part unless somebody like marianne gets to you um now she's also done work with local police stations up near Cleveland. She's literally found dead bodies um, that, you know, a ghost or a spirit has come and found her and literally woken her up in the middle of the night and said, I need you to help me. And she's written a couple books. So it's kind of a crazy thing. But back to kind of kind of my experience. So I started waking up with all of these bruises and everything. And I'm like, dude, something's off. And this actually Joe Miller was living with me at the time. Um, And he was pretty, pretty terrified of this, too. Um, so we call Marianne and we had already called her before, uh, but we had never put up these seeds or whatever, but apparently, um, these, these spirits, they, they feed off of people, people's energy and, you know, that's how, you know, they just, that's how they survive or whatever you want to call it. So she called Marianne and it, you can only leave a voicemail. It usually takes her a couple weeks to call you back. Of course, we know her very well, or, you know, especially Nicole's family knows her very well. So she called back within a couple of days and she just told Nicole, I need, to. she actually, she tried to call Nicole like five times and the phone wouldn't even ring through to Nicole's phone. Nicole's mom actually had to call us and say, Mary Ann's trying to reach you, but whatever's there is not letting her reach you. Wow. Which was already weird right off the bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she told Nicole, her mom told Nicole, you need to leave the house and you need to drive down the street and get away from the house right now. And initially, Mary Ann didn't want me to go with her because she knew that I wouldn't believe any of this. And I did right off the bat. She said, yes, there is something evil in your house. And it's, um, you know, it's just kind of it's just kind of walking around and it, 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 it appears that he may have followed you back from from your work, Nicole, but he's attached himself to Cody because Cody apparently gives off a high level of, of energy. And so we eventually, um, you know, a couple situations happened where we went back to the house and she told us to sage the house. And if anybody that's that's. Um, listening to this if you've ever saged anything it's that you know sage stick and you go around every corner of the house and you sage it Mm -hmm. so here's where the story gets really fucked up saging the house and i'm going like start at one corner and i make sure to go all the way through and we did it at the same time to like finish at one one specific corner so you know it would just leap right so i get to the spare bedroom that we had and i literally finishing up the saging and I go to close the closet and the closet gets jammed and I'm like oh well stick the fucking closet you know whatever didn't really think anything of it 
So we call Mary Ann back and she says, <clears throat> she goes, it looks like you guys saged. And he said, yeah. And she goes, so if I'm looking at your house correctly, and this is, she's in, she's in Ohio, right? She goes, if I'm looking at your house correctly, you walk in the front door and all the way straight through the back, there's a sliding glass door with a small patio. And to your right is your bedroom. And then there's a small hallway that goes to a smaller room, which is kind of a spare bedroom, but she looks like you guys use it as like just an extra room. And on the other side of the house is your kitchen and there's another spare room. She'd never seen our house before. And mm -hmm. I'm like, what the wow. fuck? Like, yeah, that's, that's nuts. And then before we even had a chance to say anything to her, she goes, so when you guys saged, you got to that spare bedroom and you were saging by that, it looks like a small little closet in the corner. That door wouldn't shut, would it? I said, wait, what? And she goes, yeah, he's in there. He's cowered the down on the floor because that sage knocked him down and uh -huh. he just cowered in that corner. In the closet. Yeah, in the closet. And he was wow. he was keeping the door from closing. And I was like, that immediately. I mean, the fact that she had my whole layout of my house, she never had our address. She never had anything. She didn't even know where we lived in Florida. She knew the exact layout. She knew the patio and she door wouldn't shut for some reason. I'm like, this is, this is bizarre. Like, this is just, there's no way this could be a lie. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so <clears throat> we eventually had to, the, the fucker, the, the fucker wouldn't go away. So wait, did I froze? Oh yeah. You're still going. looks like your video just froze first. Your video froze for a second, but you're good now. Yep. All right, we're back. We're back. So <clears throat> take a trip back home. And we asked Marianne to come to the house and figure out what's going on. Marianne, throughout the course of that, whatever it was being there, would call it out like, hey, uh, he's actually right. He's actually right behind uh, at the back of your house, standing at the sliding glass door. He's just standing there mm -hmm. watching you guys. And I was like, "What's fucking bizarre?" So now let me ask you. Let me ask back, you one question. Yeah. Uh, um, mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier that it said that that spirit demon, whatever, had kind of like glommed onto you a little bit, which it, that's kind of interesting that you that she was saying that because, like, you know, knowing you, you're a very high energy person. You don't really get down, depressed, things like that. Like, you know, mm -hmm. traditionally, kind of what you're you're told is that demons seek out like people that are like worn down, you know what I'm saying? Like people that are in like a, um, uh, a weakened state, like if they have a bad immune system, this, that, it's like easier for them to get in. So it's interesting to me that that was her thought was that it was kind of the opposite. It was, it was jumping to like a stronger uh, being, you know? Yeah. So, so I, I did find that interesting as well, because I mean, you would think that, but, but the fact that now, mind you again, and my journey right now, you know, I'm told that, you know, earthbound spirits aren't really exist or are supposed to exist. Hard to say, but with my experience, I mean, there's something out there. So right. whether that's a demon, whether that's, uh, you know, straight from hell or whether that's an earthbound spirit, whatever it is, is, is there's some validity to whatever it is. But I will say this, mm -hmm. I did find it kind of in interesting that if they're going to feed off of energy, it wouldn't make sense for them to feed off of somebody that's dying or on their deathbed or you know down and out because they're not going to give much energy there's not a lot there uh, yeah that makes sense yeah yeah so um so yeah but <clears throat> this is another part where it gets a little wild so we get home and we ask marianne to come over and here's the, <laughs> here's what's fucked up that happened so we were in nicole's bedroom <clears throat> at her parents house and we were actually changing, either we were going to bed, or no, we were actually changing uh, or getting ready to go out to, to eat or whatever uh, while we were up there. And the TV turned on all of a sudden. Whoa. Out of nowhere. And I didn't think anything of it, neither did she at the time. But then about like a minute later, she turned around and looked at me. She goes, did you turn that TV on? I said, no, I thought you did. She goes, no. Mm -mm. And I knew immediately, I'm like, you have got to be shitting me. It, it followed you there. Now, Nicole's, Nicole's parents' house is very protected against these type of things, obviously, as you can understand, with her mom being close to this lady. So she called Marianne right away. And Marianne said, oh, yeah, 
she goes, I can see him. He's outside. <laughs> and he said, she said, yeah, they'll, they'll fuck with electricity, which they did at my old house when, when it was all going on. When I had teeth marks on my arm, I had fingerprints, like, like, a, like a hand had grabbed me like this and right. like did this and like. something had bit me and um so marianne knew it was there so she comes over i think the next day and as soon as she walks into the house she goes oh shit there he is he's standing on the back porch right now hmm. and i'm like oh my god it's fucking crazy so she goes i i'll she goes we need, all need to sit down and go over some things and i need to have a conversation with with this individual so she ended up telling me who the guy was and I apologize, I don't have the information in front of me right now, but I looked up the guy. And before, as I was looking it up, she was telling me the story about this guy. She goes, well, it's some guy that used to live down somewhere in St. Petersburg, it looks like. And it, and he's telling me that he was murdered in a bad drug deal because of some girl that screwed him over and set him up in this drug deal. And he got shot in the stomach. So I'm looking up the story, and she's 1,000% accurate exactly what happened um now that he wanted to stay and watch his killer go to jail which he did and <clears throat> he hates women or hated women apparently and that's why he was trying to cause rifts between me and my, me and my wife because he wanted me to get the hell away from her because he hates women now some certain things happened that again would be a little bit too weird to to know she said, he's saying some inappropriate things right now. And I said, well, you got to tell us. And she said, well, what he's saying right now is that, like, Nicole needs to, to be more feminine when she goes to sleep. I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? She go, he goes, well, he says that she wears sweatpants and a, and a T-shirt to bed every day. She should be wearing, like, lingerie or something like that. And I'm like, that's what? Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's uh, okay. that what Nicole wears to bed. So I'm like, well, that's fucking weird. <laughs> um, so all of this, all of this transpired and we get the opportunity, like she allowed this to, to have a conversation or with, through her to this guy and basically ask why. And he basically did say, he goes, I followed her home from her work. I attached myself to her and then I saw Cody, your husband, and I attached myself to him because he was letting off a lot of energy. And he goes, I was, he basically said, I was trying to ruin your guys' relationship. I was trying to, to separate you two. Uh, I hate what happened to me and I hate that a woman screwed me over. And um, he was kind of a dick even to Marianne. Um, but eventually, apparently what she's able to do, and again, whoever's listening, this is just my experience, whether it's true or not, I don't know. Um, but she can open up the light for them to go. Um, and she did, and he disappeared. And never since that day, never had a single issue ever again. Never had me in the cold all fight. I don't have bruises. I don't get you know angry like I was during that time. It was like it just disappeared. Right. So whether some people believe this type of thing or not, in my experience, it's wholeheartedly fucking true. And there's no right. way to deny based on what I went through. So now, mind you, whoever's listening, this is something that I didn't even believe when I was told that the thing was in my house. Yeah. And come to find out, all the bruises, all the issues, everything that was going on magically disappeared after we talked to Marianne. So I find that a little too ironic that it wouldn't have some type of validity to it. You know what I mean? Right. And that's another little kind of um, a myth, too, that like you see in like all the horror movies and all that kind of stuff. It's like, it's like you, they, they tend to make you think that these ghosts or spirits, they only reside in this one place, right? They can't go anywhere else, right? right. Like, like if you go to another, like, that's why in this movie, it's like, it's like, go somewhere else. You'll get away from it. But in this case, I, and I think, that, and I think it makes a lot more sense because whether it's this earthbound spirit, some kind of spirit, demon, etc., if they're able to, to roam the world, I mean, they're, they're not, they can't be, they, they can't be locked down and limited to, you know, a man-made structure. I mean, that, that doesn't, that doesn't matter to them. They're on a different, they're on a different plane of existence. Like that, that doesn't really even come into effect to them. I just, I think that's pretty interesting. Right. Well, I think, 
Sorry, I'm pouring another drink while we have this podcast. But, um, <laughs> Absolutely. Even though I got to be up at 4 a.m. for a flight tomorrow, but that's all right. Um, hey, it's a party. So I do, I do find it interesting, and it, and one of the she had mentioned is, um, you know, like I said, we're able to ask certain questions, like you know, why, you know, um, and and the crazy thing is, is, like when you're able to ask those questions, you you always think about other questions you want to ask after the fact, like, oh damn, I wish I would ask this, but it's too late. I mean, they're they're gone. Um, right. But she said, you know. I said, so in, in your realm or your world and, and what you do, you're just able to see just people, you know, walking around that are earthbound spirits. And she goes, well, yeah, essentially. Um, <clears throat> she goes, you know, if I'm riding down the street, I'll see somebody that's an earthbound spirit. But she said they're, they look normal, but they're all almost, almost transparent. Yeah. So you kind of see through them so i know all this sounds wild but it's still wild to me that i with teeth marks and <laughs> fingerprints on my arms and shit so um right so definitely definitely a wild right. thing yeah that is um that is pretty but, that is pretty crazy like um and, and that's and that's and that's awesome well i mean that's great too that that was be able to be cleansed and since then there's been no type of issues um i guess my one little kind of star wars tie-in i would say to this conversation about spirits and whatnot it, it, it you know we talk about horror movies and all that kind of stuff and it's interesting how different you know franchises and things like that portray what happens when you die you know um a lot of people you know have atheist beliefs where they think nothing happens or something happens etc and you know in star wars it's really only the um the good, I guess the good people that continue to have an existence after death and the evil people just, just cease to be right. It, it, for them, it's just, it's just gone. So um, it's just interesting that in our world, it's, it's the opposite way, right? Like you, you like, you know, my, um, you know, my mom passed away, you know, 12 years ago. I don't see like, you know, ghost visions of my mom or something. Right. It, it's always, when you hear stories about uh, you know spirits and things, it's always some kind of negative uh, connotation. They have something that they want. They have some ulterior motive, and it's never it's never a positive thing. I just I think that's an interesting dichotomy, you know, between that that Star Wars style and, and what's really goes on in in our world today. Yeah, and it's it's an interesting thing because I mean, uh, you know, we've we've talked about this a little bit. Um, Obviously, it's kind of kind of bizarre to to think about, um, you know, what what transpired with me and and the type of things that I know now about. You know, I don't want to say religious belief. I guess you know, Christ, Christian belief. Um, but and you know, as a preface here, this isn't pushing my beliefs on anybody that's listening to the podcast, whether now or you know, um, audio wise after the fact, but. You know, I find that a lot of people tend to have an atheism belief or um, an agnostic belief because they fail to do the research on the validity and proof of the fact, right? And and that's okay. That's your choice. That's your choice to do that. But having a, a certain feeling about something like in today's society, having a belief that AR-15 should be outlawed, as assault weapons. AR-15s aren't assault weapons. You just don't know what you're talking about. Like, I have an AR-15 in the bedroom. Like, I, I, I know how to use it, and it's, it's a single-shot fucking rifle. But the same, the, same, the same aspect goes to, you know, the teachings of, of God and, and Jesus Christ and all that, that people, you know, I truly believe that people don't want to put in the time to read it or do the research on the actual findings of it to basically sit there and say, okay, well, maybe this is true because they're afraid that the truth is going to present itself to them and they're going to realize, oh, I kind of kind of need to change my ways a little bit. They're, they're too happy living in sin, and that's what we mm -hmm. see in today's society. I mean, I mean, hell, we see that with, 
with you know celebrities and, and what they do um you know i know we talked about the halftime show with uh what's his name it was very uh, very satanic but most people most right. people don't don't see those type of things and he had a concert previously where he literally had the word satan uh, on the screen behind him i mean <laughs> that type of stuff's just wild to me that you know you can do that and everything's fine but if you believe in, in God and the Bible, you're just, you're a hypocrite and, and you're judgmental. Um, and right. it's like, wait a second. I, I, that's, I'm actually not doing that. You are. <laughs> you <laughs> right. Know? And I think a lot of that, you know, symbolism stuff that you just kind of talked about there with the halftime show and all the celebrities, like everything that they do has some type of satanic or dark or like a really red, like dark looking color to it. Like I, I think over the past year or so, you know, one good thing I think that's come out of this whole pandemic is, with people being home and having more time, I think more and more people like like myself, to be honest, um, that started researching some of this stuff and realizing, and you can go down all the rabbit holes about all the specific conspiracies. I'm not going to get into specific stuff, but knowing that, you know, demons demons are real, and, and demons um, are are running amok in this world. You're not going to see them. Not everybody has an experience like you do. But I think, you know, just looking at what people do and what the media puts out there and the type of messages that these people are putting out, you have to understand that there's demons and, and dark forces. And honestly, I feel like that has has led a lot of people to spirituality in the in the back in, in, in a reverse way. Right. Like you could either want to be a good person and then start going to church, et cetera, or you can realize, well, holy crap, there's so much evil. There has to be you know, a light side of the force, right? For, for lack of a better term, right? So like, you know that there has to be a good to balance that out. Otherwise, things are just, um, and, and I think right now it seems like everything is out of balance because, you know, God's been taken out of schools um, and, and so on and so forth. So I think things are very out of balance, but I think people need to realize that there is, there are good forces, there are positive forces in this world. Um, it, it it just it's not as it's not as interesting to talk about or look at or you know read articles about you know than right. all this na negative dark demonic stuff. Well, and I think you make a make a valid point there too, with um, in comparison to you know the the uh, to Star Wars is that you know you have your dark side and you have the good side, right? You know. To, to a lot of people, of course, and especially in today's society, and a lot of this is talked about, and you know what's going on in society right now, and and the scripture, and I think it's very funny. Like you know, this is kind of what your podcast a lot is about is comparing real life things that are going on right now and how they correlate to to what's you know what's happened in, in Star Wars. So, you know, of course, the bad side looks very inviting, right? You can do whatever you want to. You can just go around just being you know killing people and and taking down the good guys and you just, you know, having the time of your life. But the good side actually takes work. You have to be a right. good person. You have to look out for people. You have to have camaraderie, you know, whatever the case may be. So the good side doesn't look as inviting as the, the bad side. Right. Right. Um, and I think that's uh, what something a lot of people don't realize. And me and my wife have talked about it quite a few times is that, you know, there's a, there's a very huge spiritual battle going on right now, you know, that, that we can't see. Um, you know, if you look close enough, you can see it being done again in celebrities, politicians and, and things like that. And at the same time, you know, with 2020, you know, obviously we got more into, you know, trying to be trying, trying to do a better walk with with Jesus Christ and God and whatever. And, um, you know, educating ourselves more, going to church, just trying to be better people. It's not that we're judgmental on anybody who wants to do whatever they want to do. You know, we're. We're, we're taught to love everybody um right. but <clears throat> it's just it's it's fascinating that um you know throughout the course of 2020 there's been a lot of masses that have moved towards the church because of you know the 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 issues that have been going on the mindset the culture the, the media like everything's just all in disarray like paul said you know we're living in upside down land it's yep. just it's, it's bizarre um, and I remember my wife just telling me, I think it was yesterday, uh, that Dr. Jeremiah, who's this incredible uh, pastor, he said that in the month of what, what was it, babe, February or March, February or March, he had 47,000 people join his church 
because he does a lot of this online worldwide. Mm-hmm. He had 47,000 people join his church in the month of, of uh, February or March alone. And he said in the, in the previous years, it's, it would take him three years to have 40,000, seven people, 47,000 people join his church. Right. Right. People are paying attention now because they're seeing the evil that's going on in this world. And I think that's, I think that's very interesting. And that's, that's proof of the celebrities and and the politicians that are doing these evil things. And so many people now turning to the church You're That's, that's, that's that battle that's going on that people don't really see. Right. And, and I'm, and I'm half joking when I say this, but like, you know, February, I mean, shoot, probably right after the, after that halftime show, people are like, what are we doing here? What are we watching? Like, why are we, I mean, it's, it's, and I think over the past year or so, it's been so blatant, like, like um, with symbolism and all this kind of stuff, they, they know, they know that we know, and they don't care anymore. Well, that's because... the thing, they're not hiding it. No, no. Well, yeah. So, well, yeah. Like my wife just said, Satan's not hiding anymore. He's right. He's literally come out of the woodworks, and he's he's face front uh, to everybody. I mean, hell, look at uh, what's his name that just did that video, and I know people hate talking about it, but just did that damn video with uh, uh, giving the devil a damn lap dance and selling six 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 shoes. Like, dude, what is happening right now? Like, right. And people right. want to sit there and support him, especially these these leftist you know liberals that want to say. Hey, if you don't like what he's doing, then don't watch it. Okay, perfect. If you don't like what we're doing on the right or that we're trying to to have a free country, then don't worry about it. If you Mm -hmm. don't like the fact that I have an AR-15, don't worry about it. It goes both ways. But that's the issue is that the media is continuously dividing us into these, these, these groups of you're, if you believe this, you you have to go against these guys, and if you if right. these guys don't believe these guys, and they they you know they have to clash. It's it's just, just fascinating to me because uh, going on in 2020 and into, into 2021 has literally been a test to to see mm-hmm. how gullible yep. and how easy it is to control the the general population. But I will tell you this: I think we talked about this last night. The United States. Uh, civilians own somewhere around 48 or, or close to 50% of the guns worldwide. You want to see another civil war? Try to take our shit away and try to right. fucking try to control us like you just tried for the past year. And I'm telling you what, there's going to be a firefight and it's not going to turn out well to your advantage unless you're going to bring in tanks and F-16 fighters and you're going to start blowing up the general population. And we know that ain't going to happen. Right. Yeah. There, there, there's no way. And, and that's really why, because they know they can't do that physical control. That's why they have to. And we, I think we talked about this recently is that's why they have to put all this stuff out through social media, through all these other channels, through um, the, the news and, and whatnot, because they know that they can't physically take it, take us over. Um, there was a really great, and, and I don't know if you've seen, you, you may have seen it before. There's these clips um, of this guy from the, in the eighties, he was a, uh, a defector from the KGB in Russia, and he laid out to, to someone on the news, and this is when news actually you know, showed us real stuff, apparently, but he showed us all the different stages of how a communist government takes over, and, and one of the stages – I watched is, that same video. Yes, you watched that, and, and one of the yeah. stages is demoralization. Because you right. have to, you know, similar to this talk about the demons, the demon was, was wanting to weigh you down. The demoralization tactic that these communist governments want to do is to demoralize everybody so that whenever they present a solution to the problem, people think, great, that's awesome. Like, like look, look at what's happened now. COVID was terrible. People lost their jobs. All this stuff happened. But wait, now here's but a vaccine. we have a solution. <laughs> but we have a solution. Here's a vaccine. Great. That's awesome. That's yeah. what we want. You know, but it's, it's, not, it's not what you, you think it's going to be. Um, but yeah, it's it, and like it's it's all part of this ideological subversion by trying to trying to control the minds, and they're trying to control kids' minds too. I know you've seen this, like what they're pushing in in school to kids about whether it's whether it's you know BLM or you know everybody that's white is racist, like all this kind of stuff. They're just trying to divide and conquer, and and that's and that's and that's the biggest problem that I've been realizing recently is. Like what we are, like it, it, we're we're on a pendulum, right? We're going back and forth and back and forth uh, between all these social issues. Um, you know, like oh, we hate this person. No, I hate you. No, I hate you. But it's really the person controlling. It's the people controlling that pendulum 
that we should all really be um, ganging up on and taking them out because they're all just playing games with us. We're all just fishing a pond that they're just throwing stuff at us and messing with us. And we're, we're, we're fighting with each other when we should be well, fighting against them. Well, essentially, and, and, and that's, that's an extremely valid point. And this goes back to the factor of, uh, and I know you've seen it before, but it goes back to this factor of a fire, uh, red ants and black ants. And I think you've seen this, um, analogy or something before um actually my wife's pulling it up right now but it's the sense of if you put if you put red ants and black ants against each other or, or, or drop them out on the ground or actually put them in, in a jar or whatever they're going to build a wall in front of each other they're not going to attack each other they're just basically protecting each they're protecting their own kind they're not hating each other they're they're not they, but what ha happens is is if you shake the jar, they immediately start attacking each other because threatened. Right. Now, put that into the, today's society comparison. The right is the red ants, the left is the black ants, and the government is in control of the jar. They're shaking the yep. jar and they're turning everybody against each other. I mean, I don't know what a better way to put what's going on in today's society than that right there. They're shaking mm -hmm. the jar and we're attacking each other instead of going against what the government's actually doing to us right now. Because right. last time I checked, this is a land of the free, home of the brave. And if this wasn't such a free country, then why do we have tens of thousands of immigrants trying to leave Mexico to get here in the first place so that they can right. live free? Because if you want to say America isn't great anymore, there's only one reason why America isn't great anymore, and that's because of what the government's doing to control its citizens at this point. Right, right. That's just the way and, I see it. And if you can prove yeah. me wrong, anybody that's watching or anybody that's going to listen, please do. And I would love to have a conversation with you. I'm not going to not going to attack you. I'm not going to bash you or anything like that. I would love to hear opposite viewpoints because a lot of people do have good viewpoints, but there's a difference that I always say. There is fact, and there's opinion. Opinions don't mean shit. Facts mean everything. So if yep. you're going to bring opinions, that really doesn't mean anything. If you could bring facts about your opinions, then we can have actual, an actual real conversation. Right. And I think that's a perfect, that's a perfect point to end on right there. It's all, about, it's all about facts. It's not about opinion. It's not about feelings. And um, that's, that's what it is, and that's where we are. And, and I'm glad we're able to have these conversations. I'm glad people have been able to join in and, and, and contribute to the conversation because, you know, I, I think that, I think they want to think that there's not many of us out there, but there's a lot of us out there, you know, and, and honestly, I was very hesitant to want to start, start speaking up about this stuff, you know, going back to like a year ago because, you know, oh, I'm worried about backlash or this or that. But it's like, I, I think anybody that has a voice, a platform, it doesn't matter if you affect one person. I think it's important to talk about this stuff um, because, well, I, I think there are, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, there's not many of us that, that believe this kind of way. But if you think about it, it's like the, it's the, it's, it's, you know, they talk about this in the Bible. They talk about this in Star Wars. They talk about there's a, there's a, a wide path and there's a narrow path, right? Like every, everybody who's not thinking is going through this narrow path. And anybody who is thinking about things the right way and their mind is in the right place is walking this very narrow path. And, and in Star Wars, you know, um, Yoda told that to Luke as he was about to go fight Darth Vader before he's ready, he's like, listen, if you take the quick path, you're going to ruin all your training. You know, mm -hmm. you're going to, you, you, you need to stay here. I know you think that bad things are going to happen, but Very it's not course. your, it, it's not your time to, to go and do that. And sure enough, he went and, and did what he, and did what he thought was right, but it ended up, you know, he almost died because of it. And, you know, there's examples in our world, um, similar, similar kind of thing, but, you know, it, and it's, the problem is it's very demoralizing, right, to to think the way we do um, because there's such opposition, you know, because it, 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 we, we sometimes I think we all feel a little bit disconnected because talking to, you know, people in our personal lives or, you know, family members or people we work with, not everybody gets it. And it's very frustrating to try to get that point across. And sometimes it's, it's not even worth it, in my opinion. What do you think about, you know, talking about this kind of stuff with, people that kind of have opposing viewpoints so so i so i was actually i'm glad you asked that question because i was going to go with that anyways i i think and, and call me callie is you know uh, responding right now yeah opinions are like assholes everybody has one but you know that doesn't that doesn't really you know that doesn't mean anything at the end of the day uh, opinions 
opinions are opinions and facts are facts. Um, but I think I think the issue is, and call me Cal, you're absolutely right. Um, in today's society, I think it's I think it's very I think it's horrible that we have to be scared to to have an opinion about something because right. the, the way it should work. And I've had these conversations before and even one of our close friends I've had conversations with before about the right and the left. Um, um, I'll just say him and his wife came down here recently. You know who I'm talking about. Um, but it's one of those things that we, sh we shouldn't we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be afraid to share our viewpoint in today's society. That we shouldn't be afraid that you know we're going to get fact checked, or you know we're going to get canceled, or our account's going to be banned, or you know someone's going to get mad at us, and or blah 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 blah. You know me; I've always been a very open and honest person. If I tell you something about Ronnie, I'm going to tell Ronnie that same thing to his face. That's just the way I am. I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm very upfront and honest. And I think we're living in a society now where it's basically they're, they're teaching society to be scared to share your opinion, especially if it doesn't follow the, the rules and guidelines of what's going on right now or the propaganda or things like that. But, you know, if, if you, if me and you are having a conversation and let's just say you're left and I'm right and you say, you say, well, the, the grass is blue. And I say, well, no, the grass is yellow. You know, it shouldn't be, no, screw you, Kyle. You're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. It should be a conversation. Right. of. So, you know, let's talk about that. Why do, you, why do you feel that way? Or why do you think that? I mean, can you, can you show me some evidence or, you know, some facts that, that you've seen? Because I'll show you some facts that, I, that I've found and we can have a normal conversation. And even if, even if it's, it's something that is opinion-based, it can be like, you know, it should be like, you know, Kyle, I get your viewpoint. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that, um, but, you know, I respect it, and that's, that's just the way you feel. You know, that's fine. Right. doesn't mean we can't be friends. We can have different viewpoints and be friends. Um, but we live in a society now that if my viewpoint differs from you, then you're bad and I'm good, and you're right. wrong and I'm right. That's not the society we're supposed to live in. We're supposed to live in an open society of freedom to where we're able to share viewpoints because it's funny how – it's okay to be a be a certain religion or you know be be islamic or this or that and you can you can literally get sued for a company going against um you know somebody that has a certain religious belief but if you're a christian you can you can just fire that person for posting something religious right we saw that with with mandalorian you know we we, we saw her post something that was her opinion while the main character posted something that was very offensive on the left side. He right. kept his job, but she got fired. So we're just we're in Paul like like Paul said, we're living in upside down land and none of this makes sense. And I think at the end of the day, the 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 the, the population of the United States, which is somewhere around three hundred and twenty five million right now, needs to stand up and say we're done with this shit. We just right. need to all be normal fucking human beings. We all need to be able to get along. We all need to be able to share our viewpoints because we've been doing that since the beginning of time and yes there's always been issues throughout the course of time, you know, throughout, you know, the, the, the history of, of when, for how long we've been on this earth. But what's going on today's society is literally going to destroy society by saying that I'm right, you're wrong, and I can't listen to your viewpoint. That's the most right. asinine thing I've ever heard of in my life. Right. Well, I will say, you know, to close, I'm glad to have a great friend like you in this upside down world to, you know, help keep me grounded um, in, in what's really going on. And everybody in the chat that's joined in here, I appreciate everybody here on Twitter, Instagram. You know, I think there's a great community of people out there that really understand what's really happening and are, are, are trying to do the best they can to push back. So, Cody, I want to thank you so much for joining me on here today on Conspiracy in the Force. I know we're going to be doing this a lot more, and we had conversations last night about, you know, doing a lot more podcasts like this. And you have an awesome shirt. Mine's okay. It's it's got Yoda, but you know yours is uh, way better. So um, I want to thank everybody for I want to thank everybody for joining. Um, if you joined late, this will be posted on Instagram Live, so you can go back and watch it again. I'll probably post it to YouTube, and my podcast feed is an audio only version. Um, you know, later tonight or tomorrow morning, so you can take a listen to it again. And I look forward to doing a lot more stuff like this in the future. So if anybody has any comments, questions, ideas about about future shows, let me know. Um, Cody, 
my friend, thank you very much. And I will say, anybody that's listening or watching this right now, you need to you need to tell Kyle that you know I should be a, a regular guest, maybe once a week on this. So because okay. we can have we can have very great conversations, and uh, uh, I think a lot of you are are definitely enjoying this this right now. Uh, just like call me Cali, working class, uh, Sir Sir Ronwe. Um, like you said, call me Cali. It's easy. It's easier to control people who don't have a voice of their own, and and that's definitely what's going on in society right now. So, I definitely hope you guys enjoyed everything. Um, Kyle, I, I'm sure you'll have me back on at some point here, and we'll uh, we'll find another topic to to discuss. And absolutely uh, enjoyed it. Um, for for Cody, for this is Conspiracy Kyle. This is the Conspiracy in the Forest podcast. May the force be with you, and continue to fight back against all the bullshit. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Later. All right. Bye.